What's up, folks? Welcome to Made It So. Uh, my name is Ethan Lunn. And I'm Mike. How are you doing? Uh, and we are here today to discuss the latest episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds, Lift Us Where Suffering Cannot Reach. Sorry, it's a long title. I had to uh, write it down. Mm. Uh, Very TOS title. Very um, weird, um, I suppose, structure of it. It's a good title. It almost meaningless. Uh, when you first read it, mm. uh, but then obviously, as we learn throughout the episode, um, deep, deeply meaningful. Mm. What What did you think of the episode in a non-spoiler category? Uh, non-spoilers. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. It was um, it's a very TOSy title, but I thought it was a very um, TNG-ish episode. Um, you know, it's uh, it's very much, you know, to kind of. Not without spoiling it to talk about the themes, it's that kind of classic um, Star Trek conceit of this of a of a wonderful, perfect, idyllic world, but not all is as it seems. Mm. Mm. I'm a big fan of Twin Peaks, so yeah, moral quandaries, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, and and of course the classic Star Trek. Uh, moral quandary. Mm. Yeah, Star Trek is nothing if it isn't a series of morality tales. And this episode's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I um, I maybe didn't like it as much, if I'm honest. I, I no, I, no. I, to 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 me, this the the worst out of the first six. I I, I wasn't as much a, a fan of this one wow. really. Um, wow. I've, I I don't know. Wow. Yeah. And I think part of that is because I've seen it, seen something very much like it done better. So I know you, you've got episodes to, to talk, you know, very yeah. similar episodes. But I, yeah. I think I think I've seen this done better on uh, in a different franchise, um, almost, you know, almost beat for beat, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's. Uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll save the list of episodes that it's like because I think it's a bit too spoilery. Mm. Um, but uh, and, so I'll save it for um, actual spoilers. But um, yeah, this it's you know I can't remember who I heard say it. I'll, I'll remember, but they've been saying that like um, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds is a great example of um, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Mm. You just need to know the fundamentals. Yeah. You know, you just need to execute the fundamentals well enough. Um, and I and I think that uh, I think that's what uh, what Star Trek: Strange New Worlds does quite well. This is, this episode's a great example of that classic. Um, uh, you know, Star Trek conceit. What 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 could it be? What what aren't we being told? Um, anything else for, for non-spoilers do you want to say? Um, I will say that this um, uh, interesting bit of trivia this, this episode is actually based on um, a, a unused script from the mm. original series um, which, uh, which is kind of cool um, and mm. like but like a lot of the presumably a lot of the episodes that this episode is very reminiscent of are also probably based on that unused script. Yeah. Um, probably just picking the bones of it mm. over the over a fifty year period. 
Yeah, I know when um, TNG was first coming out, a lot of the unused TOS stri- scripts were just shifted over and Kirk was replaced with Riker and they had to write Picard around it. Well, well, it, it was it was it was more because um, uh, a lot of TNG was unused Phase Two mm. script ideas. So Riker is in place of Decker. Will Deckard, mm. and uh, Deanna is in place of Ilya. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and of course, as we mentioned a few episodes ago, Data is in place of Zon. Vulcan that never was. Yeah, and for I always think for first season of TNG, you can almost match up eighteen of the twenty. I think it's twenty-five episodes in the first season are exactly the same as TOS episodes, or have the exact same structure of them. With the obvious ones being naked now, naked then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. naked now, naked then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make it up, make it down. Yeah, a find and replace script. Um, shall we go into spoilers? Right. Let, let's talk spoilers. Let's talk spoilers. Spoilers! I'll give my list of episodes. If yeah. you liked the TNG episodes, Half a Life, Justice and Symbiosis, you'll love this episode. If you like the... Um, Stargate SG-1 episode Learning Curve. You'll love this fucking episode. Yeah. If you like the the, uh, the movies Midsummer and The Wicker Man and The Wicker Man starring Nicolas Cage, you will also like this movie. And um, also, if you like the TOS episode The Cloud Miners, you'll fucking love this episode because it is that. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the one I was hinting at pre-spoilers was um learning curve stargate it's 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 very very similar to that although i think it it has a a better point around it a slightly less star trek point around it but it has a better point around it yeah um i'm Hmm. i'm struggling to remember a lot of elements of it i just know it was one of those episodes where like jack makes friends with a kid and then he remembers his dead Hmm. kid and then he like um you know projects his um you know, uh, trauma onto that child. So it's it's which one where common, which is a common thing to happen in Stargate SG One. Like yeah, it's it, it's one where um, you're on an idyllic planet, of course, and it is oh don't don't teach these grown ups how to do stuff, how to you know use a Naquita reactor or whatever. Teach this twelve um, year old girl. And they're like, okay, you're a really smart 12-year-old girl. I suppose I'll teach you. And the 12-year-old learns it, and then they pretty much chop out the killer to collect nanites from her to teach everyone else. So I'm like, yeah, it, it's that episode. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's the thing. I think I think we may as well just kind of, like, quickly go through the plot, because I think it's going to yeah. be quite difficult to discuss this episode. Mm-hmm. Um you know going through the episode without talking about the twist at the end yeah um so like do you want to do you want to do it do you want to go or do you want to so uh, a a quick run through of the plot and then we can always uh, punch back to individual scenes uh, we like um uh distress call is picked up 
Um, it is a shuttle in trouble. It is a shuttle with Alora, a previous um, potential um, meet-up girlfriend of, of Pike's, but nothing ever happened in the past. Um, she's transporting a young child and his father. And the young child is special. He's smart. He is... Um, the golden child. You know, he's a golden child. Starring Eddie Murphy. Um, yes, he is Eddie Murphy. Um, no, he's the weirdly child. Enough. He's the child. Yeah. No, Pike's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Pike's Eddie Murphy. Um, but they've got to get... that People were trying to kidnap this child, and Pike volunteers the Enterprise pretty much, or himself at least, to protect the child, get it back to his home planet, which is ideal, uh, or um, it's idyllic. a paradise. It's a, it's a it's, paradise planet. It's a, it's, it's a it's a classic Star Trek planet of the beautiful. You mm. know where everything is wonderful. Hovering above lava. I wonder if that's thematic. Um, and you know, we we try and find out who the kidnappers were. Um, it turns out that it was people in his, you know, guard in because he's such a special lad. He's got a guard, um, and you know, it's it's a case of finding out why the person was trying to kidnap him. It's a case of um, finding out why the child is special, and it is pretty much he gets hooked up to a computer for a reason they know don't know why, um, but they've been told if they don't hook a child up to this computer. The this, the cloud city will fall into the lava below. Yeah. So the 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 the, the paradise, you mm. know, when you, when the veil is lifted on paradise, it turns out that that their entire paradise is built on a pile of dead children, um, who have yep. been, you know, there's been a succession of um, Dalai Lama brainchilds who have all been hooked up to this machine, um, mm. you know, uh, and, and that's obviously like that happens at the end of the episode. We don't find out, but I don't think that we can really talk about this episode. Without, we you I don't know, think we can we're in spoilers. Through. So it's just gonna, yeah. it's just gonna be too difficult. Um, yeah. but yeah, so like basically fucking like when, when did you figure it out? Like, cause th that's the thing. Early on in the episode, they 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 say his ascension. Mm. They they talk yeah. The about second his, ascension his, was said. I was um, yeah. The the ascension, like mm. he is. What is his title? The the great first servant, I believe. First servant, um, mm. and and it's it's they talk about you know, um, the the first servant ascending. They're like ooh, yeah. What's he ascending to? Hmm. Mm. And then throughout the episode, we are kind of it's it's never alluded. We it's never actually discussed what ha what happens when he ascends, when when they when, you know, when we do find out. Yeah, I, I think they could have, you know, someone on that ship should probably be asking, you know, why why are you so special, child? You know, are, are you going to be turning into a ruler or are you going to be hooked up to a computer? Yeah, you know, and the kid's like, oh, I'm going to be hooked up to a computer. It's going to be great. Mm. Yeah. I, I've trained my whole life for this. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, a classic um, classic Star Trek conceit done yeah. uh, done for the modern day. I think that there's a lot of, um, 
metaphor throughout this episode that I haven't. I've, I've seen. I've seen a few people. You know, I've spoken to a few people. I've seen a couple of like mm. reviews of this episode. So far, no one has picked up on something that I've picked up on. But I think that's because a lot of the people who, whose reviews I've read and who I've seen are American. And I mm. think that the metaphors for this episode very much hold a mirror up to America. And sometimes um, the, the, the people of the United States can uh, have a bit of difficulty grasping when that is happening. What, letting um, children die so you can keep on living your um, life as you want to? Yeah, yeah. exactly mm. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the the Dalai Lama one um, you said before, I, I hadn't um, jumped on that, but that's that's on there as well because there's there's a lot of there's a lot of um, religious allegory in, in in all of this as well. Like it's um, you know I've got some notes and we'll we'll talk about the thing, but like this this society that that we that we are that we are introduced to, the Magellans, the Magell the Magellians, Magell Magelladu, the Magellabus. Magelli beans. The the Magellans, but the planet isn't Magella or Magellan. It is like Magellan or something like that. Majel so, yeah, Ra- like... Barrett Roddenberry's. Mm. Um, the Magelli beans. Um, yeah. They're they're a, they're a scientifically superior people, mm. and so, and and a lot of their like a lot of the like language that they're using it's all kind of science based and like political based so like there isn't it's they're not presented as having like a a a spirituality Mm. um but by the end of the episode you you kind of see that like you know doctrine isn't always doctrine doctrine doesn't always have to be religious in nature um i use some stronger language when we get onto it but yeah the the maxim which they're supposed to be following or or you know the kid because i'm not going to call him first servant all the time sorry the kid um is supposed to embody is science service and sacrifice so you lead off by science at least so they they're at least uh technology based and technology focused and better than the feds better than better than the federation yeah i thought i mm. thought when you said the feds i thought you meant like the federales <laughs> Like the five O, blue light, red light, yeah. Yeah, mate. Fucking tell yeah. me about it. Um, but yeah, so like that's that's the kind of twist at the end. Spoiler alert! Mm. Spoiler alert! Yeah. They're gonna kill this. They're gonna. They're gonna. They they, they want to sacrifice this fucking child. They want to throw yeah. him down a fucking volcano to the god of science. He's a good kid actor, I think. You Great know, kid actor. Relative, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. But do should we should we take a couple of Let, steps back and and. Let's, and Rewind. Go through. Let's let's rewind. Um, also, like I feel like another reason why it, why maybe I probably should have said it before we did it as well. Trigger warning. Mm. Like yeah, you know, trigger warning. There's going to be some fucking child sacrifice in this bitch. Yeah, and you know, you you see, um, you see some of that. So if you don't want to see some of that, yeah, maybe man. turn off um, before the last five minutes. Mm. Ugh, right, Act One. So let, let's <laughs> Act One. We've got a horror who you know. So far, we've seen her on comms. We've seen her um, on weapons. Um, or where, where else we've seen it on the ambassador track 
in engineering and this week she's in um, security. So her and Pike are having a little chat in the turbo lift and, you know, joking around saying, you know, she's being taught lessons by La'an. Um, and, you know, Pike's checking in to check if she's okay, which is always nice. We like a uh, captain who cares about his crew. And Pike, you know, one thing we know about Pike is Pike is a nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Um, and he's saying, you know, watch out for lesson whatever because Laan teaches in, in lessons. Yes. Um, um, the, but, uh, he, he does a nice little um, little the the Rigelian tiger doesn't yeah. the Rigelian tiger doesn't pounce matron yeah it's it's always nice I think having a you know um, it's not a simile whatever um, it is that is a future based one it's not always like oh the the tiger is in the grass it's like oh no there's a Rigelian tiger. There's, what, there's like, uh, like that. the littlest dog always has the most to prove? Yeah. You have two Rigelian wolves in you. <laughs> yes, yes, you have two Rigelian spocks in you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, the b- before the episode actually started, we got a really good previously on Star Trek. Mm. But, like, usually when we get those on Star Trek, it's like a, it's a two-parter. Yeah. Yeah. I always like a previously on Star Trek. See, I can't say I ever watch a previously on because I think it, unless I'm, unless I forget something, it's going to spoil the episode. Or I'm always scared that it'll spoil the episode by being, oh, previously on, you know how I was going to die. Oh no, I'm going to die in this episode. Or (laughs) you haven't seen this character in several weeks. Oh, here's yeah. this character again. Yeah, you know. yeah. You haven't seen this character in several weeks, and then they show mm. up at the very end of the episode. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, fuck's sake. Yeah. Uh, but in the previously on, we get Pike, Uhura, and Mbenga, mm. um, which, like, you know, had me anticipating, oh, who's going to get the log? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> But it is a Pike log yeah, this week, and yeah. it's 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 a Pike episode, but it's kind of a two-hander between Pike and Mbenga, isn't it? Really? Yeah, lightly peppered with Uhura. Yeah, and no, none of a lot of uh, the cast this week, like no Hammer, no seems to be we, keeping himself we, way we, out. Yeah, of... we we have, we've had three weeks of no Hammer. Is it three yeah. weeks, two weeks, two. We've had many, many no Hammer. Yeah, he's only had one episode that he's done much in, and that was the Uhura gets trapped episode. I suppose he tried to beam on the core of the planet once. Um, he's yeah. probably I been in hammer. a fridge since then. He's been in yeah. one of those little boxes with the snowflake on it. Yeah. Um, but we, we've got a distress, distress call from a non-Federation shuttle um, that's being attacked. And the ship that it's attacking it is, you know, tiny compared to Enterprise. There's no chance of it being any sort of hassle there. Um, but it's it's got the grapple cables. It's got the Enterprise NX grapple cables um, on the shuttle and is pulling it in. Yeah, it's, um, it's slap dash cobbled together. Like, yeah. you know, you like 
we find out, you know, later in, in this in, in the episode that they are, you know, there there's a reason why they are they have mm. they seem to have pretty shit technology, but they do seem to be doing all right with it. Yeah. Yeah. So that you know, they they obviously don't have although the main people that we meet in this episode, the um Magellans, Magellans um, are technologically advanced. These guys are still using, um, you know, tow cables like it's like they're trying to take down an atat or something like that. Um, you know, they're they're living in a different universe or or a hundred years behind. Um, but we get a horror on weapons. Um, yeah, I, I liked I liked um, I liked a horror on weapons. I liked I liked Laan stood over a horror's shoulder mm. um, again. Yeah. Reminded me of a chef, just stood mm. there like watching someone do something. Yeah. And like every any any minute now, she's gonna lean over with a little spoon, and 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 see how it's doing. Yeah, and we, you know, I know we get up the on the job training with Crusher Wesley, um, but you know, no one's really standing over him. They kind of trust him to do stuff. So it's good that. Um, you know, we're seeing some more on the job training because these guys have got to get trained up at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but Pike also has a, a good bit in this where he's, you know, I'm interfering, you know, I've had a distress call and it's Federation law and my own conscience that I'm going to yeah. intervene. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like, yeah, again, Pike's such a good guy. Yeah. And he's, and he's saying, like, like they've... The, the, like I have to because it's my duty, but also like I'm gonna mm. because they seem in distress and you present as the bad guy in this situation. So yeah, just give up. None of that. Yeah. Um. So he asks uh, a horror to just take out their their weapons, I believe it is, or their engines, or you know, part of the ship. And the whoops, ship moves as a horror is firing, <laughs> and whoop. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. This is why you need on-the-job training, clearly. Yeah. She just fucking killed those people. Whoops, my finger slipped and killed those motherfuckers. Well, I don't think they die. Because at least one of them comes back later in the episode. It's never explained how he gets from that shuttle. Yep, they do. You know, there are a couple of instances in this episode of some pretty slick transporting. So... Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe. Mm. Um, but, you know, that planet, the uh, the aggressing ship crashes on a planet that's next door. And um, the shuttle is so beaten up that they transport, you know, anyone who's surviving, which is uh, Alora, Pike's old flame um, that nothing ever happened with. Great moment. It like beams on. And yep. It's just like, mm-hmm. at last. Yeah. My love has come along. Oh. He turns into a real goof. Oh like, man, it's just like can't remember I... Una's name and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like the captain or whatever, but like, it's no big deal or anything. But like, yeah. I guess, I guess, I guess, like, it's you know, that's why I'm wearing gold. Yeah. So she remembers him as as a lieutenant, and I'm guessing if he wasn't in gold. I suppose you can always say it was in the disco-style uniforms. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's why she says it's very yellow. Yeah, but I, 
first watching of it and only thinking about it now, I thought, well, he could have been on the lieutenant track in, in red or something like that. Maybe. Maybe. But I'm guessing wait, wait, which, chronologically which, wait, now. Which uniform rules are you working with? Am I working with memory alpha? Everything works, um, honestly. <laughs> as long as you... Um... But then again, in the cage he was in yellow. So... In the cage he was in yellow, but oh. he was a... And he was a captain. He was still a captain, so it must have been pre-cage. But if he was a lieutenant at about the time... Wait, so wait. I reckon hmm. he was probably in the Kelvin uniforms with the wait, wait. in at the start oh, in the okay. opening scene of, of 09 it'll have been in it'll have been in oh, that no. don't hurt my that. head yeah yeah something uh, like that yeah uh, um, but you know um, she had shuttle trouble uh, 10 years prior he helped her out when he was a lieutenant um, and he's, you know, saved her from another shuttle. Um, and she's brought across the first servant, a child, you know, maybe 10 years old. And I can't judge kids. Ages. Yeah. 10, 12, something like that. He's a boy. And, he's a, he's yeah. a little boy. Little boy. And his father. Strictly um, in a biological sense. Strictly in a biological sense. What you know. the fuck does that mean? Like, <laughs> Which is the that? first time Una and, and Pike are like... What? Just like strictly in a biological sense, I don't like him. He's not yeah. like he's not like my mate. Mm. But nah. I wonder if that means he just didn't rear him. Uh, well, no, he. Um, it's his biological material, but he didn't. Um, yeah. You know, teach him or whatever. He wasn't living there or whatever. Yeah, it's all Perhaps. weird. It's all weird. Yeah. Did you like um, Una's hairstyle? It is um, Yeoman Rand's hairstyle. Of course really. I did. Yeah. Um, Rebecca Romaine is is a fucking angel. Um, yeah. She she's um, what can I say? She's a Bruce Tim drawing come to life. I love her. Um, <laughs> like and oh god, mm. like I just I constantly think about her throwing Hammer over her shoulder, and just strutting down the hallways like you can. She can throw me over her shoulder. She, she can fucking throw me in a cupboard. Yeah. That's oh. where Hammer is. He's thinking about... Yeah, you know. he's, like, he's in a cupboard somewhere just going, that was great. Yeah. What else can I do to be thrown over the shoulder again? Yeah. Um, but we take the kid, because I can't remember... I uh, can't be bothered calling him first servant continuously. And The golden child. The yeah. The golden child, starring Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Um, we take them to sick bay to get checked out because um, the kid whacked his head or something like that. Um, and you know we we start getting um, bits of the kid is incredibly smart. You know he's examining the medical equipment and saying you know oh it's a bit primitive and all that. Yeah, lots of vagaries. Um, yeah. You know the kid is special. The kid must ascend. Um, and and we're and and we're treated to the you know we we see how clever the kid is and we we find out that like the kid when when they get to sickbay the kid is in the process of like essentially regenerating like the kid is the kid's body is healing itself and he's full of little quantum 
fucking doohickeys. He's got like fucking nano nanobots. Yeah, quantum bio implants. Yeah. To rebuild the biological functions. So way advance of of fed technology. Um so Umbenga immediately goes bing. I've got a sick child. Um and oh before we even get to here Umbenga's still reading that terrible book to his child uh the oh, Kia yeah. seed. Yeah, that's um, that's sorry that you just deciphered a note that made me go, "What?" Yeah. Um right, okay. So, yeah. But the kid in this note I'm referencing isn't the golden child starring Eddie Murphy. It's Mbenga's mm. daughter. Um, <laughs> I, I've only remembered her because I think her name is Kia, like the car. And then when they, they're playing later, it's Kia Sport. Um, so that that's the only <laughs> way I'm remembering her. Um, so, yeah. Pardon me. Um, Mbenga's daughter doesn't seem very aware of what's going on. Like, he's told her that she's sick and that she needs to be kept in the pattern buffer. Mm. She does not know how long she has been in the pattern buffer. And we don't know how long she's been in the pattern buffer. Umbega mm. could be, you know, 40s for all we know. And had this kid when he was 18. This could be like the oldest yeah. Yeah, the, the the kid could have been in there potentially literally for decades. Um mm. and ooh. And as I said as I said, the the episode where we meet her, that's an existential horror where she is being awoken pretty much or never sleeps and all she gets is this same book read to her. Well like and, like as as like not even that. It's not even like, because cause she doesn't seem to be like, because she's, when she gets beamed up, she doesn't know that she's about to, like, she, mm. like he says that the, the, the transporter is on a timer so that it's not disruptive to her. And she's like, well, how long is it until it goes off? And she gets beamed up. So like, yeah. as far as she's aware, she is currently just being sat down and read a book. Mm. So like, she just has to sit there and be read to. And she says in this one, oh, you read that chapter to me um, last time. Yeah, you it's read like, that. Yeah, you that's existential that horror. Chapter. You just read that yeah. chapter. It's like um, Black Mirror, um, you know, the Christmas episode. Um, the John Hamm one. Oh, yes. Where she's yeah. like, awake constantly for a thousand yeah. years. And constantly reliving the same day, pretty much. Yeah, terrible. Um, so yeah, Umbenga's brain spikes up and goes, maybe I can use this um, quantum bio implants to heal the Kia um, seed I've got trapped in my transporter buffer. Yeah. But um, the Magellans are like the Federation in that they don't really share technology with you know races below them because um, they're cruel. In yeah, like, technology. It, it, like with 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 Feder- yeah, exactly. Like with the Federation, it's 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 in the guise of like we shouldn't interfere, but like, um, mm. you know, the Magellans, they don't seem to be the exploration type. So presumably, 
their contact with other species is them, you know, meeting. Mm. Um, so, like, why wouldn't they be exchanging their ideas, you know? They seem... Well, I think it's for the twist of the episode in that, you know, they're, they're secretive. Yeah, because they don't want to tell everyone that, you know, they've still got a moral centre. They still know it's not great hooking a child up to be drained of his juices. Yeah, they're just not going to um, do anything about it. Yeah. They're happy enough as long as they can, you know, live in the cloud city. Um, but yeah, so the kid, so, so like, we, we have that. Then we have the kid. Then we find out about the fucking um, space Dalai Lama mm. and how he's, you know, he's all special and he's got his, his, uh, his he's got nanobots and shit. Um, then what happens? So we go down to um, the, there. Still might be people survived from the aggressors uh, cruiser. Yeah. So Spock says for them to go down. Um, La'an and Ahura leading in. Alora wants to go as well. You know, Alora tries to talk um, Pike out out of you know interfering pretty much, um, just dropping them off home and leaving it. But Pike says, you know, they shot at us as well. I have to, you know, it's I have to do it. It's Federation stuff. I have to stuff. do that. To do I'm it. trying to impress you. Yeah. <laughs> like, at, yeah. at this point, at that point, I'm just like, like, I'm not thinking about the twist regarding the kid. I'm more like mm. thinking, like, this is a honeypot. Like, they're gonna sacrifice. Yeah. I'm thinking they're gonna sacrifice you, Pike. Mm. They're gonna like, they're gonna fucking, like, oh man, she's a spy, or you're gonna get sacrificed, or like, you know, some bullshit. But like, yeah, man. She's definitely doing all the, you know, fluttering eye eyelashes. Oh, yeah, man. It, it was like, it, it reminded me a lot. I, I thought, like, uh, it would have been a great stylistic choice to, like, just rub a bit of Vaseline on the camera lens yeah. like they did in TOS in all those mm. great scenes yeah. um, where everything's all misty and she's like, you um, know, and she's, at she's, least, she's, you know, first she's beautiful. Her. She's very elegant. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, she's um, very charming. Big. Mm. Big um, chemistry between between those two. Um, yeah, yeah, really like that. Although mm. fucking Anson Mount probably has chemistry with it, like anyone who walks into a room with him. Oh yeah, oh definitely. You know he he's friendly but not flirty, but still has chemistry with Ahura. You know it's friendly chemistry, it's not flirty chemistry. But yeah, which is know, why it's so funny seeing him get all bashful. Yeah. Yeah, he he's he's normally in command of his ship and him own his own self, and he's just not at in front of Alora. But we go down to the ship. Ahura's ready to click on consoles, and Lan's like, you know, you idiot, use your tricorder. This could have been scuttled because Klingons do that. Yeah, but it could be a bomb. Like at the, like at that point, I'm thinking like, is it just is it just those two they've sent down? Yeah. like. Oh, do you want to, Lan? Do you want to, do you want to take a security team? And Lan's just like, no, I'll just take this fucking turkey. I reckon. Yeah, I'll take the work experience girl. Yeah, yeah, be right. Be yeah. But no, they did take a team down. Yeah. So um, they take people down. They pick up a mask, and they pick up an oath coin, which Alora lets them know this is, you know, 
these are supposed to be given to the bodyguards of the special kid. So it's been defaced, which probably means one of them has gone bad. Yeah. Two-Face! Yeah. One side is defaced, it's Two-Face! He's constantly flipping it, and you know. Oh, man. Should I betray them? Yes, no. Should I betray yeah. them? Yeah, man. Like, I guess maybe that's that's why they were after the kid. He flipped the mm. coin. He flipped the coin, it came up scarred. He's like, right, let's kill that child. Yeah. Um, I, so, I, so like I did I, I was thinking like Laan, right? Mm-hmm. How old is Laan? How old is Laan supposed to be? Because We must be able to know because we, we've seen records of that gone attack. Right, she's obviously had a lot of trauma. She's a tough mm. broad. She's 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 bolshy, she's willful. Mm. Um She's also a dick. Yeah. Like, she's also quite rude. Standoffish. Standoffish. She's like, oh, yeah. what are you doing? What are you doing touching stuff? We've been mm. hanging around with fucking Samuel Kirk too much. What are you doing? You just yeah. go up and touch stuff? Scan it. And if Ahura didn't know that before she got there, then maybe you should say on the outside. Let one sec. I've got, I've got like, I've written down some of the lessons, but I've only like half written them down. So it's like, mm. so we've got, a Rigelian tiger. There, there are two Rigelian tigers in all of you. Um, then there's uh, something about no breaks. There are, you know. Yeah, it's um, there's security never rests. Secure, yeah, threats to security never rest. So security never rests. Mm. And then you know, no touching. You know. Um, yeah. She's, um, and we find out what lesson seven is later on in the episode. Um, I've mm. written down a couple of other lessons. So we've got lesson one, the Rigel, you know, the Rigelian tiger never waits to strike. Mm. Lesson two, threats to security are always hanging around. Um, lesson three, no touching. Lesson four, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Mm-hmm. Um, lesson five, sometimes it's just two kids in a long trench coat. Um, um, I haven't come Ah. up with a lesson six yet, so. Lesson six, don't trust Samuel Kirk to do anything reliably. Yes, that's good. Yes. I'll I'll write that down. Um, uh, how would you word that? Do not do... As Samuel Kirk does. Yeah. Which, to be fair, in the first episode, well, in the main episode that we have Sam Kirk, he touches stuff and he gets a heal that almost kills him. So, no touching. Good lesson. Oh my god, maybe all of these lessons are just, like, observations <laughs> that Lan has made about fucking Sam Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> like... She had one one lesson to begin with, and then had Sam Kirk under yeah, her wing. Yeah, she had and Sam Kirk like, for the week. Yeah, lesson five hundred and four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't don't take mustache grooming too seriously. Yeah, les- lesson three hundred. Um, do not touch Samuel Kirk's mustache wax. Um. Yeah, so we we get uh, 
Alora says to Pike, you know, oh, we're a, we're a very insular people and, you know, we only need dropping off. And Pike's wanting to investigate and also spend time, a bit more time with Alora, obviously. Mm. She's got a um, thing to get to. She's got to get to, she's got yeah. to get, she's got to get to the ball. She's got to get to the ascension. She's got to mm. get to the Wicker Man party. Um, yeah. Like, there, there was an interesting um, use of words. Um, in that in that sequence where Laura talks about how to the to the to the to the people of Major Barrett, the peaceful transition of power is very important, and I thought mm. that was a very interesting choice of words. Um, after especially after already having a clip of the January sixth insurrection, um, uh, yeah, and and considering the themes that come up through the rest of the episode, like mm. you know is is. Is the peaceful transition of power important to you, or is um, the maintaining of status quo what's really important to you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought that's an uh, interesting choice of words there, guys. Mm. But um, Pike convinced her because, you know, there might be others in the, the military that are supposed to be looking after this kid. And he says, you know, you can't take um foreigners or whatever but our friends welcome so he's you know good buddy along with her he's a plus one up. yeah plus one to um child murder uh, as you do nice planet um it's a very nice planet so you see an establishing shot and you know that there is lava underneath this cloud city which they talk of later um so it's it's floating above this very precarious um underbelly Literally and metaphorically. Um, that mm. that like those establishing shots. It reminded me of the ending of Return of the Jedi, mm. the Blu-ray, where it yeah. pans over Naboo, and there's the there's the music playing, you know, the mm. bongos playing, and there's the same thing in this episode. The bongos playing, panning over. It looks like Naboo. I was like, oh shit, the Empire just just got destroyed. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely idyllic planet. Um, uh, but we jump back to Spock and he goes to see the dad of the special one um, and saying, you know, this mask is a, a dampener and it's fit for a child. Yep. And I only know about child one child, child around here. Yeah. That child. What do you reckon? Um, yeah. And that's ah, Never seen nah. this before in my life. I mean, do you reckon? Do you reckon yeah. that's a child size? I mean, like, he's probably like, it looks like a cup. It looks like a jock strap. <laughs> it looks like a jock. It does like, a bit, yeah. So you're sure it's not just a jock? Mm. But uh, we find out how clever the kid is again. And we set up something later on because the kid wants to have a pen pal and is talking about subspace communications and how he's got his own frequency and, you know, just chatting nerd stuff to Spock really about comms. Yeah. And Spock's yeah. charmed by the kid. You know, he's like Yeah. Ah, a, 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 a young kid. you know, mm. I haven't I haven't met a kid that was this into radios since a certain little little Vulcan kid growing up on Vulcan. Yeah. You know? Probably sees a bit of himself in him. Hmm. Certainly, certainly. Um but yeah, we're back on Magellan and uh, Pike's walking or 
Alora's walking down the line of um, royal guards or, or whatever they are and saying, you know, present your coins. Present your pogs to me. Yes, and show me judge the pogs. pogs. Show me yeah. the pogs. What you got? Got it. Got it. Need mm. it. Swap you. Yeah. Oh, your your pog holder is scratched up. Uh, I'd um, say you know. same. Yeah. And the, the the guy, you know, just flees off and he He's he's unstoppable by a royal guard. Mate, he fucking straight up vaporizes one of his mates. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like full on, like mm. Like it it was a good effect. I loved that vaporizing effect. It was kind of liquidy, but then yeah. like deteriorate like but then like particle y. Mm. Like Like splashed out. Yeah, it splashed and then mm. like yeah, so it wasn't wet it was wet at first. I like yeah. it when when someone explodes. I like it. I like it when it's wet. Mm. It's a shame Pike didn't get some on him. Really, you know, <laughs> just like goo. Yeah. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> mm. But but this guy who's who's managed to outwit or kill half the royal guard gets tackled by Pike. Just rugby tackling him, running straight onto him. Yeah, he runs into a runs into a nice garden with some of the naffest hedges i have seen mm. in a while like i'm sorry that garden was in general quite lovely but i've done a bit of landscape gardening my parents mm. also obsessed with gardening um should maybe get fucking obsessed with fucking marriage counseling but like mm. no we don't need it we'll just garden um some of the worst hedges i have ever seen in my life like mm. they were they were fucking all over the place there's something that's not idyllic about this planet. Yes, there, finally. <laughs> finally, the one thing that's wrong about this planet is shitty landscaping. Yeah. If only they could solve... You know, they've got on a, a to-do to do list to fix, and it's the landscaping and then child murder. <laughs> Second place, child murder. Well, I think, like, the child murder is at the top of the list, and that's why they've not done the fucking landscaping. Because mm. they're just, like, standing yeah. around going... I mean, what if we move? Oh, no. Yeah. Got, like, can't move without... Who's going to buy the place with the hedges like this? Yeah. Um, um, the, uh, again, they're running around in that garden. No fucking railings. No. The, he, the, what, at one point, the guy turns the dodgiest fucking corner where, like, if he'd have, like, if he'd have just, like, if he'd have lent too much and slipped... Mm. And it was on grass. You know, that gets a bit wet and you're over, you know. Mate, no railings mm. whatsoever. And not even like not even like a, a line. Like not even yeah. like a thing like at the edge of a train platform. Just mm. like grass, grass. Yeah. Fucking terrible. The worst kind of people. Um, I, I I did see another uh, another as well as the, the entire plot of the episode. Mm. Um, there was another little Stargate, um, a little, I'm taking it as a nod to Stargate SG-1. The the mm -hmm. fucking the staff. Yeah. The vaporizing staff weapon, which I looked up the name of. It's called a Matok staff. I'm like, Matok? Matok, yeah. mm. that's the name of a, a Star Trek. That's the <laughs> name of one of our things. That's the name of a Star Trek thing. Martok is one of my favourite Star Trek. 
Yeah. But yeah, ends up with him taking Alora, you know, captive using her as a human shield while Pike's holding a phaser, and Alora turns it round and just stabs him in the heart, and boom. This this meek flower of a woman. Uh, yeah. She was fucked. Well, I mean, like, presumably. I don't know. I, th- I, I thought that something was going to come up about, like, their last meeting, but it was just mm. a supernova, wasn't it? There wasn't any, like, bandits. Yeah. It, Were there yeah. bandits? No, it was just a supernova. He, no, he so saved her from, to, I believe. She didn't, she didn't get, like, inspired to learn self defense to defend, to, like, to use Aikido on a supernova. Yeah. No, that's that's not going to work. This is 100% as well. When you were saying about, you know, how early in the episode did you peg um, the twist? This, this is, is where yeah, I was same, like, same. Yep. Yeah, e- even if, you know, even if um, whatever, something bad's going to happen to the child, maybe she doesn't know. And then she stabbed the guy through the heart, and I was like, she knows. She knows. <laughs> That's what's going on. The kid's getting yeah. sacrificed because the guard, as he dies, he says, the first servant must live. Hmm. Yeah. So immediately I'm like, kid's getting sacrificed. He's taken his oath and said, you know, I need to uh, protect this child. And then suddenly, whoops, uh, I've took it a bit too strong and maybe I don't want to kill this kid. Yeah, well, I mean, like, that's the thing. He's a, he's a, he's a delightful kid. <laughs> he mm. is. Like, I'm surprised that there isn't more people in the fucking palace, like, who want to protect the kid. Like... He's a charming little lad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, where, where do we jump to? I believe we jump to George Kirk going up to Ahura. Um, he's back. Oh boy, he's back. Um, yeah, man, Ahura just fucking horsing down those that fucking them fucking noodles. And then Sam Kirk's like, uh, remember to chew, cadet. Because one time I didn't chew and I choked and I died. Hmm. Lesson lesson fifteen. Well, yeah, lesson whatever. fifteen. Remember to yeah. chew. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. Laan comes and says, um, or he, he George Kirk is saying something like, "Oh no, you need to tell Laan you need an actual break." And Laan comes up behind him and goes like. I need to leave. <laughs> I'm risk averse, or I'm yeah. conflict averse. I'm going. Get the fuck away from you. Yeah. But Laan wants Laan's taken the um, I don't know the recorders off the crashed ship, and is wanting Uhura to translate um, the material in them uh, to find out what's actually about them. Why I don't understand why that needed doing. No. Nah. Unless she was just kind of throwing Uhura a bone. Like you well, know, this here's a teaching moment. I could run it. Mm. You know, she says she says something about like Federation protocol won't let us decode this shit, but like you can do it by hand somehow or something. Yeah. But like, I, like that, that just feels like bullshit. I'm guessing she was just throwing her a bone. I'm just saying, like, well, Ahura is the one that brings up it's it's not, you know, Federation rule or whatever wouldn't let them do it. So maybe because. Um, the Magellans have said, you know, please don't touch our stuff. They're supposed to be just holding it in a lab. And Laan's gone on, yanked it and gone, Ahura, I can't run through this through the computer because there's a chain of evidence or whatever now that I've I've spoiled. Um, <laughs> but 
but you can do stuff for me. I threw, I took, I, I ripped out all these hard drives and I threw them in this tub. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I feel like this might be the first time I've seen a tub in Star Trek. A tub. Just like a yeah. tub. Mm-hmm. It just brings it out in a little tub. Like, yeah. People have tubs in Star Trek. <laughs> like, I mean, it's the first time I've seen a little carry tub. Yeah. Very strange. Um, I don't know why it stood out to me. Like yeah. the only other tub I can think of is when Benny is clearing out his office in in Far Beyond the Stars. Yeah, I'm just imagining you know empties out the hard drive and just scoops up the um, spaghetti bolognese or whatever it is. And be like, yep, that's my spaghetti bolognese in this tub now. We'll take it with us. Yeah, sound. Yeah. Then back on Magellan, um, Alora invites Pike back to her room, and you know it's um, it's Strange New Worlds because it's TOS. They get their yeah, fuck on, you know. I'm like, don't do it, Chris. Don't do it. It's a honeypot. Ah, yeah. fuck it. Go on, do it. Go on. Yeah. Oh man, like that, that, like, and it does it in in the classy way, you know. Mm. It does the did the smooch and then Shift it cuts the and then cuts to yeah. you know the cuts, cuts back and cuts to, a, um, cuts, to a tra- cuts to a train going into a tunnel and then it cuts cuts back to Pike in like and like the 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 way that they've got them like posed mm. like Pike looking very vulnerable she's like holding him mm. um and like I know how that well, feels you know my 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 partner. Is um, I like I like strong women. I like willful women. Also like mm. physically strong women. Um, mm. And my partner, she you know, she little spoons me quite well. And I'm not ashamed. And I'm not ashamed. I'm very depressed. Sometimes I need to be cuddled. Oh, um, of course, we so, we all yeah, do. I like you know. I've seen Chris. Fucking Chris. My mate Chris. I've seen my mate Chris. Yeah. And he's you know he's there. He's being held. And he's emotionally vulnerable with her as well, because he describes, um, you know, having the vision and seeing his future. And this is where she's like saying, well, we've got some shit hot technology. Um, You know, if if you get injured in some way, I can just rebuild you. We can make him better. You know, six million dollar man you um, sort of stuff. And like, that's the thing. At this point in this scene, that's when I kind of realize she's not a honeypot. Like she is, mm. she's being genuine. She is, you know, she's, she has genuine feelings for Chris. So she, you know, um, yeah. she, she, you know, is clearly, um, she believes herself to be righteous. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's, she's being completely genuine. And it leans into as well, uh, at the end of the first episode, I believe it was, where Pike is talking to Una about his fate and it's like you know is there nothing else you could do you know and he's just presented with this option of you know maybe you do get melted because you've resigned yourself to you melting yourself to to save those kids but maybe after you get melted you could just spring up you know happy as larry again and be skipping around yeah wouldn't that be nice wouldn't it be nice um you know you just imagine yourself you know, getting mm. up out of your box, walking over to the window, looking at the lava rivers. Yeah. And then maybe I bring over a cup of coffee. 
saying something other than beep. You know, how nice that would be. Oh god, they should definitely do that in like a like a nightmare sequence where like someone turns and they're like, Chris, what's going on? And he just turns around and he goes to talk and he just hey. beep. <laughs> Are you okay, Chris? Just beeping mad. Um, or, you know, he should start, start teaching himself really now Morse code. <laughs> he should be like, if I only get to beep, how about instead of just yes, no questions, I can also, you know, be like hungry. I could present that or whatever to um, the, the doctors around me. Maybe it's a preference. Maybe he's like, you know, I've, uh, I've heard say that people who have accidents and they lose limbs sometimes it can result in a period of them being um unpleasant mm. um so maybe he's just like do you know what yes or no question that's yeah. all I, that's all i want i don't want to talk to you mm. you know that but you can do the most code on the thing well i'm not gonna no um i need very simple direct questions only so I've been personable be all over. my life. Yeah, yeah, I've been a super nice guy all my life. Now I'm a head yeah. on a box. Um, yeah. Yeah. You can at least give me yes/no questions. I like when she said, like, they're talking about the first minister and like his his calling in life. Mm. How how rare it is for someone to know their future. And Pike's just like, mm, yeah, totally. Yeah. I've got a calling. Could you could you imagine? Yeah, saving six kids. Um, you know who could all turn out to be Hitler for all he knows. Yeah. Six little Hitlers. Um, for one me. Tell you what though, Chris Pike's fucking arms. Jesus Christ. Really? I, was, I, like, I didn't notice. I didn't notice. I don't know. Like, well, I've seen his chest. I've seen his chest hmm. before. So I know what that looked like. I was quite surprised at how big his arms are. You've got a big set of fucking guns on him. Good work, Anthony. Deceptive. Deceptive. Like fucking Danny Elfman. <laughs> Takes that shirt um, off and Jesus Christ, curved, carved from marble. Right. Um, that, then we get a scene that is pretty much for nothing that is the Kia sports scene. Kia and the kid. Um, so Mbenga's kid and the first servant are playing hopscotch with noble gases. He's made a noble gas hopscotch course because, again, he's smart. Yeah, he's um, cute. And he's so smart that overhearing that there was a sick person with whatever sport, uh, whatever disease Kia has, um, he was like, there's none of these on, on board. Where would I hide yeah, them? Yeah, there's I'd none of these on board. I knew that because I hacked into the files. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I like that bit of, um, you know, Sherlock Holmes bit of Holmesian mm. reasoning, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it doesn't come back at all, I don't think, that one. That much. Um, but Pike beams back, um, learns that the kidnappers were originally from Prospect 7. So a barren, or an almost barren planet that was a colony planet of Magellus. Yeah. Um, I, I liked it when uh, when he gets called back. He's, he's just kind of like, did you, did you have to call me back? 
Yeah. I was in a very important booty call. <laughs> I mean, work call. I was in a meeting. I was in a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he... Um, there's a few times in this episode where, like, Pike... Like, they have the communicators. Hmm. But they don't use them in this episode. Well, I suppose you don't want to communicate and someone could be hearing... Since communicators seemingly only yes. have a yeah, since they only have speaker mode function. Yeah. Someone should fix that, you know. <laughs> Straight after we're hearing this, the the kid and the dad try to leave. They march them their way down to the transporter room and uh, Kyle is there being like, No, I'm not gonna transport you. Um Yeah, they're just here like, We're leaving we're leaving. We've already called a taxi. Our taxi's here. Wait a minute, that's not a taxi. That's a pirate ship. And they get beamed from the transporter pad by the um, by the evil combat cruiser. Mm. Um, of the, this Magellan breakaway society. Mm. Um, who, uh, and Pike's immediately like, you know, put a tractor beam on them. You know, those are fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got a better ship than they have. That's and it, it, and like that. That's the thing. At this point, like this, where while like I was saying before, like the you know the Magellans are technologically advanced, mm. and these people are from some kind of like breakaway society because they they disagree with 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 all of it, with the mm. sacrificing the kids, with the fucked up landscape gardening, no railings. Mm. These guys have left, and so they've they've got these like kind of piece of shit ships that they've obviously like cobbled together but they they're kind of doing all right with you know like yeah. they, they managed to get that other ship they managed mm. to get you know obviously there was a bit of um there was a bit of something going on bit of bit of funny business going on but like they managed to sneak into within transport range of the enterprise with yeah. a, a, a spaceship presumably made out of like a fucking rubbish truck um mm. taped to a kitchen like yeah they they yeah they they seem to be making good use of of very little you know which is mm. uh, uh i can respect that good trait good trait yeah, good trait to have yeah but they they still the kid and the the father they beam the father back to the enterprise and say you know it looks like they're taking off with the child Trying to go to warp, even though they're in a tractor beam, and that is a bad idea to do. Um, so ship go boom. Yeah, good job, guys. Two whoopsies yeah. in one day or two Oops. days. Holy shit! Literally, yeah. just like the fucking ship explodes, it just cuts to like a guy with the sign saying like, "Days since accident, one day mm. since accident," and he just takes it off. Yeah. Back to zero. Back <laughs> yeah. to zero. Um, and where are we then? Alora is explaining to Pike, you know, everyone's distraught and, and Pike's trying to say, you know, we're, we're so sorry for you and your people's loss. She's saying, you know, it's much worse than you think. The Cloud City's going to fall into the lava. You know, cats and dogs will live together. What? It's, you know, anarchy um, down here. What? Is fucking yeah. Cthulhu gonna come out of the lava? <laughs> Calm down. Yeah. Might as well. Might as well. Um, Pike's like, um, how how did this 
how did this happen? Mm. How, how did this happen? What happened? And I'm screaming at the TV, there's a spy! Yeah. <laughs> there's and there's spy. only one of them on the ship, you know. There's like, there's, there's three people that have been on your ship. One of them mm. is a spy. What You were shagging one of them. The other one is an adorable... The other one's an ador- adorable little boy. Mm. Someone. The dad. Yeah. The only one that's still on the ship. But yeah, it was the dad, and we learned that he uploaded the bio patterns of him and the kid so they could be transported off quickly. Yep. You know. Yep. Um, fucking Spock calls mm. Pike. Like, they're, they're having a meeting mm. with the dad, who's not a spy. Not a spy, clearly. Um, and the, the fucking Spock says, uh, Captain, you need to... Uh, you need to come down here. So Pike goes down and he's like, <sighs> What did you want? Yeah. They're making him go all over the place. Yeah. They, he, they're he's he's everywhere up, this week. Up from the planet. Go down to mm. the bridge. Go down to the dead. Go down and meet Spark. Pike yeah. needs a fucking segue. Yeah. Or at least to sight to sight, you know, in some Did of these. He, no, just give him a little segue, little thing. He could just be running around like Joe Blue. Like poor Bart Blart Moor Cop, something like yeah. that. Yeah, man. Yeah. We could get some really good, like, West Wing style scenes where, like, they, they do a walk and talk, but yeah. he's on a segue, and they're all, like, getting, like, a bit of a jog going. Yeah. That'd be good. Um, That'd be a good Star Trek. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll they be should right. do that. Um, but where are we? There, uh, yeah. Spock's got a distress distress signal from the kid, who is you know just in a crate on the Enterprise, the lower decks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with following the setup of oh, the kid is talking to Spock about communication and had his own you know frequency or whatever. Um, so fine. Um, they managed to return the kid, who obviously wasn't dead anyway when the ship warped away, uh, mm. <laughs> to yep. to Alora. They found him in one of those boxes with the snowflake on. Yep, one of those. Yeah, one of those. Um, Hemmer's probably in the next one over. Yeah. So they return this, you know, genius special child to um, Alora, and she says, you know, Pike, you know, for. Thank you for getting him back. You can join us for the ceremony. You'll be the first outsider to do so. Yes. She needs um, him to be there. She needs... Does she? She does. Because she, she you know, she she likes Pike. She wants yeah. Pike to be there. She knows mm. that oh, if, course, Pike, yeah. if Pike is going to be, if Pike is going to move here, which, mm. which she wants him to do, He's going to have he's to get down. To he, needs, he needs to get get with the program, and mm. in order for like the the best way, the only way she could have got him to do, like to do it is to kind of drop him in in the deep end. So we need him to come to mm. the ceremony. We need to like show him that you know go whole hog, show him what what what's going on. It's not the kind of thing that you can like drip feed someone. You need to say this is the deal. Yeah. If you want to live here, you're going to have to get behind this. Mm. 
Um, so yeah, I, d I do think she needs him to be there because she is, like I say, she's she's being sincere. She, mm. you know, she yeah, she thinks that she's she thinks that that what she's doing is acceptable, mm. um, and she wants to share it with Chris. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we see this this kid's ascension ceremony. You know, he's led through the um, unrailed grass floating above lava um, city. Time to ascend. Yeah. No greater um, sacrifice than the gift of self. Yeah. Um, but we go into a old, you know, weird mechanical chamber, or you know, it doesn't look like the outside. It looks otherworldly. Yeah. And we pull out the last dead kid from the machine. Yeah, um, it's fucking hardcore, man. Yeah. Fuck. It's like one he, of those. He looks fucking... mummified. Yeah, man. He looked like a mummy, or like one of those fucking mm. like. He looked like the the kid looked like that Buddhist monk, the Buddhist monk that is uh, that has been that is has been in meditation for three hundred mm. years. That is is like that the Chinese government still classes as technically being alive. Yeah, um, and it's just like this perfect. He's just this preserved monk meditating. Mm. He died meditating, um, and so he still is meditating. Yeah, um, to this day. To maybe. If no toilet breaks. Nope. No, man. Not when you're in meditation. You just like resorb all of your yeah. fluids. Mm. Um. Yeah, man. It's uh. Again, like part of me was like, oh, is it gonna be a fucking squid monster or Cthulhu? But no. Yeah. Um. Fucking hooked him up, and it's pretty fucking brutal. Pretty mm. fucking brutal. I mean, like, not bloody or anything, but the kid, you know, he, the kid gives of himself willingly. You know, he's kind of, you see him yeah. kind of like, a, look at the fucking crispy girl that they that they gurney out to him. Mm. And he goes, he says, oh, my God, which kind of made me go, all right. Um, just what Pike like, does? Well, no, the kid does. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kind of anachronistic, kind of like when when Han Solo says, "I'll see you in hell." It's like, yeah. oh, um, mm. he says, "Oh my god!" But then afterwards, he's like, "Whew, that was gross." Anyway, yeah, it's 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 like the Borg assimilation, you know the um, the new style of it um, from Picard or whatever, with all little tracks going into his mind to to fuck him up. Yeah, and like you know, Pike is, you know, basically like he's he's fighting to get to the kid. He's like basically mm. crawling, and he's basically just like watches this kid, yeah. fucking, like just walk into a volcano. Mm. And like, there's some terrible fight choreography on his headbutt. Yeah. He headbutts yeah. a guard, and it like doesn't even make a fud. It's like, and both of them just back away from each other. It, it's yeah, just those, not good. all of those guards looked about twenty, and mm. like they like the the male guards looked like they had frames like me. I'm like these guys don't look intimidating at all. Mm. They look about they they're about as intimidating as Ed Sheeran, fucking spa boxing in the fucking Shape of You video. Yeah, and it isn't even one of these superior guards who, you know, the only good guard we've seen that isn't immediately took out was the one Pike tackled, the bad guy. 
the the bad guy. Yeah, he took it. Yeah, because he he got at least one kill. He killed his mate. Yeah, it isn't even any of the guards that stop Pike. It's Alora, you know, just knocks him down and knocks him out. Um, but when when he wakes up, the ascension ceremony's done. The kid's hooked up and can't be unhooked up without killing him anyway. Um, like, and we go it, into the moral, you know, ooh. That, yeah, this is the thing, like, he gets knocked out and, like... He, he but watches, he gets up again. He watches this shit. He gets knocked down, but he gets up again. He watches this yeah. shit go down. He gets knocked out. He wakes up in this fucking room and she's she's giving it, like... You know, this... We don't, like... We don't know it's... why it works like this. This mm. is how the founders of our civilization did it. So we just go with it. And she'd previously studied to try and work out. So one, what she was doing when Pike saved her was trying to find an alternative source other than hooking a kid up um, to, you know, making their society run. But couldn't work it out. So she's, you know, ah, I'll, I'll, I'll stay by the, it then. I think that, that was the one time. That was that one time. The one yeah. time they did that. Well, we did. We did try once to, to mm. think of another way, and well, you were there. Yeah, I tried. I, like, I'm not going to try forever, you know. You, I've done my try, thing. Did you try like moving? Did mm. you try moving like those other guys? Yeah. Did you try maybe leaving, going elsewhere where you don't? Because have you're to above a lava now? planet anyway. How yeah. fun can this be? Yeah. Grass can grow on the normal ground. You don't need to fly grass around. Um, but they do a... She does a, we're not so different, you and I. Or our civilizations aren't too, too different, yours and mine. Of Yours is built on the suffering of children. You know, is it We now? don't hide it away. Is it we, we We have one child suffer. Um, we had... We don't we had, away. Like, because... The Federation is a post-scarcity society, right? Mm. Or it's presented as such. And obviously, yeah. like... Like, La'an was kidnapped by some lizard men. Mm. A child... Children suffered then, but that wasn't in the Federation. Like, they're... Ah, oh, they're... Ch like... Like, obviously, like, children must have... Like, I mean, children suffer now. So, like, yeah. children obviously had to suffer in order to get to the federation hmm. but the federation is post-scarcity so there are no children suffering now like from the perspective of of chris pike but he you know he he does kind of he doesn't respond to that because hmm. i guess he can't say no children suffer because that would be making a claim but i i don't think no children suffer in the federation because when you're a colony ship it's like trying to settle um, you know, other than displacing um, the Native Americans, like we talked about, you know, last week or whatever yeah. it was, you're selling a frontier. So if you're on a mining colony, you don't live nice. It's not post scarcity because mud is dropping off women to you or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, you're still roughing it, but that's that's your choice to rough it. Um, you could live on Earth and live very happily. So if you've got a kid on a mining planet, then yeah, you're gonna have a tough time. If you've got a kid on Earth, you know your your quid's in, no scarcity, happy life. Um, so, but I don't think Alora can say, "Oh no, you hide your you know suffering children away." No, 
No, it's kind of like. I I, I don't think we do actually. No. I, I don't I don't I don't think we do. Um, hmm. <laughs> like the the hypocrisy. That's what yeah. I should get. That's what I should get a, a little bell for. The yeah. hypocrisy. Ring the hypocrisy bell. Ridiculous. Yeah. So so this is where you know. I understand it kind of links as as TOS um, does with the the war machine um, from oh, um, you know you've made war too easy or whatever episode. Mm. Yeah, it's not Operation Annihilate, but something like that. Um, but at least that and in Stargate, it had a purpose. So it was we've made war clean. You know, we're not destroying our buildings or we're using this to teach a new generation. This is just like I don't know. We do it because. It's it's easier this way. We're kind of because like in a pattern. It, yeah, because like it's easier to maintain status quo than it mm. is to make change. Yeah, um, and that is that's what I think the the, the big metaphor for this mm. episode is. You know, I've seen a lot of critiques of this episode of people saying like, "Yeah, it's a really good concept," but when this concept has been done before, it's had a deeper meaning. And I'm like, how are you not reading the deeper meaning that this is cl- quite clearly? Critiquing the United States' obsession with fucking fundamentalism and maintaining status quo in the face of, like, the fact of purely fucking incorrigible fucking behavior. Yeah. Like, but I, I think that... Oh, they're too close to it. They're too close to it. They don't see it because they're in it. If they're over here, they can turn around and look at it. But I think learning curve... The Stargate one does that as well, where it is, you know, although there is the point where these kids, it's not just, oh, because we don't know why it works, but it works. There's the point behind it of going, well, you know, this is why we do it as a, as a society. You know, we could change and do stuff differently, but it's just easier. And we're we're stuck in that rut of, you know, why would we change? You know, it's, it's easier to kill these kids and, you know, um, kill hundreds of kids because... It makes us smarter and better and our society better. Whereas this, it's just like, ah, you know, it works. Well, well, <laughs> Don't I knock mean, it like, until you've tried it. Well, see, this is the thing. At time of recording, there has recently been a, you know, trigger yeah. warning, another mass shooting at a school in America, in Texas. Hmm. And every time this happens, the, the debate comes out. For us in the UK, it's it's fairly cut and dry. America needs to sort out the fucking gun law situation. But mm. in America, and for us on the internet, engaging in debate on the subject, like you do see a lot of rhetoric that revolves around, like, you know, these are kind of the sacrifices that need to be made yeah. in order to live in a free society. You know, mm. freedom. Freedom flag guns america yeah. you know rock flag flag and eagle you know yeah man rock and roll beers and tits like yeah. it, the you know oh man it's sad sad mm. that that child had to die um but it's a small price to, pre- to pay for being able to buy all the fucking guns you want yeah like it's um I, I I think that this uh, this episode illustrated that metaphor quite well, mm. um, and I think it's an important message uh, yeah. to make. Um, 
what a lot of the takeaways that I've seen of this episode have been like, you know, it's kind of like, well, well, from my side of the fence, you know, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Like, oh, hmm. if you're, you know, are you really? Is your society so fucking idyllic? You know, it's kind of that like each to their own thing. Yeah. But and I, this is this is how I feel, and I think mm. this is the message that the episode is putting forward, and it certainly seems to be how Chris Pike feels. Where, yeah, sure, each to their own, up until a point. Yeah. But after that point, you have to be able to turn around and so and say no, like mm. what you are doing is fucked up and wrong and actively harmful, mm. like you need to make a change. Well, you but just don't get it. This, you, you, these are my freedoms. This is, mm. this is, this is just what we have to do to live in a, in, in, in a, in freedom palace. No, mm. no, you could, you could move. Yeah. You could stop selling guns to teenagers with mental health issues. You mm. could, um, fucking change. You could get rid of whatever constitution, your fucking built your country is built on and 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 you know this yeah the, the whole thing of like our this is how our society is this is how our mm. founding fathers wrote the constitution you know the we have the right to bear arms we need to sacrifice this child yeah like the 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 analogy, the analogy to to America and the fucking gun situation is just so fucking glaring and spot on. The fact that mm. like not that many people in America that I've seen have picked up on it is is very very fucking telling. Mm. But it ends with her saying you know or that that ends with her saying you know the federation don't have jurisdiction here so you can leave and pike just leaves and, and well, he gets his computer out and he just goes he goes he just goes number one now uh, but like he's he he just woke up and then immediately like yeah. he went down he got knocked out he was out for however many hours and he mm. woke up and just went now presumably number one's up on the bridge just like now yeah i don't know beam him up i don't know yeah do do summer she's just tell her yeah but now number one what when i when i think back of like the other episodes that are somewhat similar to this you know kirk certainly doesn't you know just let shit go Kirk would have bombarded... No, Kirk would have run into that ultimate machine thingy and just shot it and been like, oh, tough shit. You have to, you know, live with your consequences now. You you need yeah. to go back to society. I guess we're all um, falling nothing. into the lava together. Yeah. Um, now, number one. Yeah. So, it, you know, I, I could have done with a bit of that rather than Pike being like, oh, no, okay. I will look regretfully at this planet as I leave and I, I don't have my chance to... Um, live happily with your advanced medicine and I'll have to regretfully leave as you keep killing kids. Yeah, because he's not going to be... I'm not going to be a party to this fucking yeah. nonsense. But, like, that, you know, I mean, it, we get it in um, Enterprise with um, the Cogenitor episode. 
Yeah. Which you know, I I don't necessarily agree. Like I've I've I'm torn. Like there's a lot mm. of criticisms about that episode and the fact that like Archer chews out Trip because you know this girl killed herself trying to escape. Um, mm. And a lot of the criticisms are like, well, I mean, you should have been helping her try to escape. But at the same time, like you know, there is a line. There's a line that you know the captain can't cross. Yeah, um, and other captains do, including that. Archer. Other, other captains do, including Archer, including presumably Pike at some point. Yeah, but yeah. like he, he didn't. He, you know, he didn't get to the kid in time. The kid got hooked up to the to the machine. But there are other what kids to save. Good. There are other kids yeah. to save. Um, Maybe but, not as personable, not, not as good an actor as this kid, um, but there are other no, kids to save. No, I mean she did say that like when the next kid takes over, they will. They will work to, you know, they will work for her. Um, mm. You know, saying presumably it goes boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. Yeah. Maybe they could get the girl from uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. She's very charming, delightful young lady. Yeah. Um, yeah. She'd be great to hook up into the machine. <laughs> to sap her life force. Yeah. See, if that's what they're yeah. going for. They're like, mm. you know, we get them really smart. We get them really cool. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I could have done with at least, you know, if you're not going to um, try and fix the situation, Pike having a log that says, you know, I've marked this planet as, you know, uh, persona non grata. for Unfit you know, for the Federation. Yeah. 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 But we do get as well as, you know, Pike staring off, you know, regretfully that kids died and he's not going to survive and, you know, he's had to leave this as it is. Um, the The dad comes to Mbenga and says, you know, I was actually trying to save my kid um, because I, I don't agree with this. I'm going off to Prospect 7, um, the, the colony planet, to live, you know, happily ever after without my dead kid. Um, here's the here's some of the notes of the technology that um, was in my kid to, to cure him. Maybe it'll work on your kid. Mm. So Kia might be out of that hellscape of a transporter buffer um, at some point Let's because hope of so. that dad yeah yeah i will keep my fingers crossed for her because i do believe it is a horrible life to live yes sounds like a fucking total hell mm. yeah that yeah. last that that ending where he's just like you know he's got a drink looking out the mm. window like what are you even pondering in that moment you know are you thinking yeah. Are you thinking, are you are you being tempted? Are you thinking, or are you just like, are you just like having a stiff drink after a really fucking rough day, you know? Yeah. Watching kids die is something, you know, no one should have to do. Um, hello again, um, real world, 21st century. But overall, you were, you were keen on the episode then. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, I mean, mm. yeah, I like a, I like a, I like a good statement, you know. A lot yeah. of good metaphors in this episode. Um, yeah, there's there's the bit where um, where when she's like, maybe, maybe in time you will come to see things from my point of view. Yeah, and I thought that would have been a really great moment for Pike to just turn around and said, well, maybe. You can go fuck yourself.
and that would have been a good that would have been that would have been a good like yeah that would have been like maybe you can go fuck yourself yeah. that would have been good a good use of um like the f word in this season because obviously <laughs> yeah. star, star trek gets one f word a season now um mm. and it made me think which member of the tng cast do you reckon is going to get to say the f word i reckon it's going to be data but is data going to be back or is it going to be Data's um... going to be back yeah, I hope he's back, but it could be a different Soong. It could be, for all we know, if it's not the one that was in Picard season one, it could be a new, new, new Soong. Um, new, new Soong. New, new Soong. We're, we're we're six through. Then how how would you rank it out of out of the six? And then this um, six lifters were really suffering. long title. Yeah, it's not that long a title. It's not that long a title. I made a list, right? Mm-hmm. No, just just because I've, I've said it's a long title, right? I've made a list. So, six words in this title. Lifters where suffering cannot reach. There are many, 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 many Star Trek episodes with six-word titles. Mm. There's like 20. I've got. A list. I'm, I'm trying to think back of the discovery one that is like. I've got, I've got it written here. Words I've, long. I've, Have you? I've, yeah. got, I've got it written here. Um, there's there's two very long ones. One second. One. So there's for discovery. There's an eight and a nine. Is it something so where the butcher's got, knife yeah, kills so, the fox or something like that? So seven. So lifters where suffering cannot reach. Six letters. There's loads of episodes with six letters. Where no man has gone before. What a little girl's made of. Blah 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 blah. blah. Loads, loads, of them, mm. loads of them. So, the the episodes that have more words than this, mm. um, seven words. Tos, the city on the edge of forever. Okay, yeah. And then both coming in at eight words, we have discovery, magic to make the sanest man go mad. Yeah. And we have titles so long to make me go mad. <laughs> And then we've got Star Trek Deep Space Nine looking for par mark in all the wrong places. Um, okay. Then at nine words, we have Discovery again. The butcher's knife cares not for the lamb's cry. That's the one. And then we have, <laughs> and then we have TOS episode for the world is hollow and I have touched the sky. Eleven yeah. words. Too Eleven, long. maybe a bit too long. Yeah. Eleven, it has a, it could have a comma. Yeah, I, an I, Oxford I've... comma, but which I don't necessarily agree with. But no, no Oxford comma there. Mm. Oxford commas in a, a list of of two, uh, more than two things. Uh, I thought the Oxford comma was when you use a comma before an and. Yeah, but you don't use an Oxford comma. Grammar, grammar corner. Um, you don't use an o- uh, Oxford comma if it's only two things. We're English. So, this is yeah. timed. <laughs> yeah. If, if if you're saying red and blue, you don't put a comma between the red and the and. But if it's red, white, and blue, you know, um, then you put a comma in before the and. So it's of, of lists of three or more. 
so it's not appropriate to use to break up a sentence. It it is, but the the sentence would have to be um, the world is hollow and it is white, and a man has touched the sky. <laughs> the world is hollow, comma, and it is white, comma, and I have touched the sky. That that would right. be a yeah. Okay. Yeah, grammar corner. Doo, doo, doo. You're, <laughs> you're welcome. Yes, we like to inform. If not about yeah. Star Trek, then about you know. Oh, oh did we just do a bit of edutainment? Yeah, we'll teach you pulleys next week. Yeah. <laughs> so, let me just right. So I'll do it in front of me. I'll do it in front of me. Right. So. So first up, Strange New World, still my favourite episode. Um, Close second was last week, I believe. So I'll just put... Um, Spock and Mock, close second. Um, And then we go... Children of the Comet. I think you're missing one. Ghosts of (laughs) Olivia. No, I'm doing I'm doing them in the order of, okay, of, yeah. of like so so this episode goes I preferred this to I preferred this to Children of the Comet, Ghost of Valyria, and Memento Mori. Yeah. So this is my third wow. favourite of this of this series. Okay. The the order I, I I prefer them is Memento Mori, um Strange New Worlds. Children of the Comets, Ghosts of Valyria, Spockamuck, and Lifters Were Suffering, blah, 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 blah. Wow. We have different tastes. We have different tastes. We do tastes. have we're, different tastes. We're different people. We know. are. And yeah. each to their own, but you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm surprised Memento Mori is so, so far down your list. You had I, it below still, Ghosts of Valyria, didn't you? I, I still thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, but... Hmm. Wait, so Memento Mori. Which one was Memento Mori again? The Gorn. The Gorn. The oh no, combat. yeah, I definitely preferred that to Ghosts of Valyria, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know. And Children of the Comet. Yeah. There we go. That's why yeah. I was saying, you know, I think That's, you missed one when you were doing. Yeah, that makes more sense. That makes more yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's still, I preferred, I preferred this episode to Memento Mori. Okay. Um, uh, but I, you know, I enjoyed. Mm. Um, Strange New Worlds and Spock and Mark a lot more. Um, yeah, that's that's all good. Probably just probably just by virtue of like the the the, the deeper meaning of those episodes. Mm. Um, well, I mean, Strange New Worlds was just such a great out of the gate episode. How can you not love it? Yeah. Um, Spock and Mark was just a lot of fun, but mm. um, Lifters where suffering cannot reach has it gave me feels. Really. Mm. Yeah. Mm. To each their own. To each their own. So why? What? What makes you put this so far down on your list? Uh, I think Spockamuck's probably higher because to me it has a better through line of the ABC story format. But all of those stories are about um, you know walking in someone else's shoes. Um, I Ghost Valeria. Um, Maybe Ghost Valeria needs to go below Spock, uh, Spockamuck. Um, because it, it's, I think it's a, a good pastiche of, you know, the naked now, the naked then. 
Um, and, you know, trying to change yourself to fit in ultimately can lead to your destruction. Um, you know, I, I like the throughput of that. Uh, Children of the Comets, I think it does what the end of last season of Discovery did. But, you know, other than the view of the aliens, I think it does better. Um, so that communication piece, I, I, I really like that. Um, Strange New Worlds, as you said, you know, can't really ask for a better um, season launcher. And Memento Mori, because I, I love submarine combat, you know. I'm unabashedly in love with, you know, a bit of Hunt for Red October and stuff like that. So, yeah. So so maybe maybe Children of... Uh, or Spock and Muck needs to go above Ghost of Illyria, but, you know, it's, it's around the same list. I think... Um... Children of the Comet, like a lot of the criticisms I had about like Children of the Comet were like they aren't, um, you know, they're not making enough about of a statement about um, mm. you know dogma. Yeah. Um, but I think that those statements were made quite well in this episode. Mm. Um, you know, there's um, another reading I took from it is, um, you know, onto the subject of of the theistic debate you know there is that i there is the idea of you know when you when you die if you're a bad person you go to hell if you're a good person mm. you go to heaven i find it difficult to believe that good people mm. can enjoy heaven knowing that others are suffering for eternity in hell yeah um and like another Another criticism that I have, like, well, not a criticism so much, but like a point, a sticking point, really, mm. which is, you know, even if I, as an atheist, were proved wrong, and there is a God, and there is a heaven, and there is a hell, it doesn't necessarily mean I would automatically start worshipping that God, because mm. I still am morally against the idea of a heaven existing while there are people suffering in hell. Um, for yeah. choices that they did not make, um, and on the inverse, there's people who only, you know, pretend to be Christian or, or whatever religion um, because they want to get into heaven. Yeah, if and, you're you know, a, if you're a, if you're a, if you're a, if the only reason you're a good person is to get into heaven, then you're not a good person. Yeah. If if the only reason that your society is so idyllic is because it exists off the back of. Um, you know, children taking it in turns to live a life of abject suffering. And maybe mm. your society isn't that fucking idyllic. Yeah. Motherfucker! Yeah. Yeah. I'll also say I wish I got we got a bit more of the colonists in this. I, w I wish we'd have got more of the, yeah, the, uh, the, the, the breakaway society. Yeah. Like, we didn't hear enough about them. And I think that that was kind of that, that was intentional. Like, we're not hearing mm. their side. You know, we're not... And and because we don't hear their side... Yeah. It would have had to be late in the episode hearing from them, but, I, you know, I, I thought it would have been nice. Yeah, if we'd, if we'd have heard more from them at the start, mm. you know... Would have ruined the obvious twist. <laughs> it would have ruined the obvious <laughs> twist, and, you know, maybe that society would be slowly falling into the lava right now. Yeah. Maybe. We don't even know. Yeah. They don't even know if that's Maybe. They don't they don't even know. 
Yeah, mm. the um, a society that enjoys gross freedom, um, mm. and then when confronted with the reality of their situation, they they say, "Well, these are the sacrifices um, that we have to yeah. make to 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 live in a free society." They say, "We choose to not look away," but you're also choosing. To not make a change, mm. you know, um, and that is very much the the maintaining of status quo that yeah. that we see in America right now. Mm. Well, Alora at least has given up on making a change. She she in her younger years, ten years ago, was trying to make a change, and now she's like, nah. This is how we do it. Have to do it now. Yeah, fuck that. Like, yeah. Yeah, and like you, you, you do see that in America again, um, and here, in fact, all all, all yeah. over here, fucking, you know, uh, like anti-establishment anarchist types as they grow older become like shockingly right-wing and fascistic. Fucking mm. like the amount of fucking total hippie types that I used to fucking be in cuddle puddles with. In mush on mushrooms in the woods and shit are now mm. like full on QAnoners. Yeah. Like it, you know the oh, when I was younger, yeah, I try, I try, you know, I was, I was rebellious. But when you get older, you get, you just, you just, when you get older, you just become more conservative. So they say. Is it though? Yeah. Anyway. What about um, you? I, any I, any other sort of deeper deeper readings from the episode or anything? Any? Um... Not on not on this one. Not on this one. Um, no. I, I tried to well, look you... up for us next week uh, and watch the trailer, um, but um, Paramount in their infinite wisdom have decided that um, our, our current geography can't watch that trailer. Um, it is behind. I've watched it. You know, even I've... when it is uploaded, haven't? I've seen it. And uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't say outright, but it does give a bit of a clue as to what might be happening next week. And I really hope that we do get what I think it is. Because in I, the clip, I know what race in clip, is in next week. Is it? Because we mm. in the clip we see like a, a net, mm. a net in space. Yes. Ching 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 ching. Hmm, where have we seen that before? It's like a, yeah. it's like a web, a Tholian's mm. web, maybe. Dun dun dun. Fucking Tholians, crystal spiders. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Which will be good considering we've only had, I, I think it's only two episodes with them in total. We've had, yeah, and we've only like, like one was like made of like cellophane, and one mm. was like really shit CGI. So hopefully. Yeah. Um, this next week it will be somewhere between the two. Yeah. Or not between the two, better than that, because like... <laughs> better than cellophane and c- shit CGI. I mean, I don't know how they could do that. Hmm. Uh, but, but yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, um, looking so forward just, to them. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, don't cut this out, but it was, it was Mike's birthday yesterday. Oh, I'm, no. Or the day before. 
It was, it's just been Mike's birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Mike. Ah, uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, hence the uh, slightly later record on this. Um, trying to trying to fit round everything and and the different background for me today, of course. Um, but thank you very much. He's yeah, back up I, in the grim north. I am, I am, and I'm going. Ah, take take a big deep breath. Get that country air in you, lad. Yeah, I'm in God's country at the moment. Um, going grey by the day, so soon enough I will have Pike's hairstyle. Um, yeah, man. Grey, grey as it can be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's another episode. Oh, that's another thing that this episode did. Logan's run. That's another one. Ideal society, but who? Lift the veil. Yeah, Logan's runs kill the old people, though, not the young people. No, but no, it's Logan's yeah, runs yeah. kill people after 30. I'm not old! Yeah. Fuck you! No, I, I, I watched Logan's run um, back-to-back a couple of years ago. Um, just to just to beat into myself. That yeah. Now just... I'm, I'm too old for an ideal society. Yeah. Hmm. But maybe, yeah. maybe you could be like the old guy in the in the Supreme Court. I, I'm I'm just you know looking for what's her name in Logan's Run, looking for her to run away with. Um, yeah, Basil. I, yeah, Basil I'm not looking for. I'm not looking for Basil Exposition to look away uh, to run away with. I'm planning on being Basil Exposition. But what does it all mean, Austin? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That 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 that's gonna be me. That's that's gonna be me. Who must have been over thirty recording that? Who yeah. Who must have been? Yeah, playing an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that's all I've got for this week. Unless you've got anything else. Um. Uh... Nope. Nope. Well, um... then it might be time for us to sign off. Yeah. Um, like, like the the moral of the episode is, um, each to their own. Um, but Mike, you but are. But no killing kids. But but no, but but Mike, you are in the wrong. Well, true. I often am. I often am. Um, regarding the order of this episode in in your rankings, and um, regarding, um, I don't know. Most of your opinions. Most of your horrible, hateful opinions. Yep, that, that, that's me. That's me. That's it. Oh, that was the other thing I wanted to say. The reason, the real reason, why this fucking society can't think of another fucking way to, to power their fucking houses without killing kids is because they want to. They want to kill the kids. That's it. It's got to be. Like, I'm sorry, but this beautiful fucking floating city... And you you need to kill a child? No, you want to kill a child, Mike. That that is me. That is me. I've forgotten the um, why I why I set up this child killing machine behind me. Um, but I will keep feeding with children. Oh no! And that's why you've gone back to your family. Oh, yeah. so sad. Every year I have to feed it so with a child. So sad. So sad. <laughs> yeah. You know you got to do what you got to do, man. Um, I've um, so I've noticed that like when I sign off with "Live Long and Prosper, motherfuckers," it's a bit, it's a bit aggressive. But I think mm. that can be leveled out if I if I say it 
and then you say something back. So like Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but like peace and long life. Yeah, I was only thinking peace and long peace, life. Peace and long life, and then like something sweary on the end. Okay. So I'll, uh, I'll the, the one swear word. Don't I cut any of this out. Won't work for Americans <laughs> though. Right. Um, live long and prosper, motherfuckers. Peace and long life, shithead. <laughs> <laughs> that is better than the one I was gonna say. That is better than I was the one I was gonna say, by a long way. <laughs> Bye, folks. See ya.